0: We don't have any mythology, black mythology or folklore. Creating our own mythology is very important because it helps dream. You help people dream. Michael B. Jordan. (sighs) Y'all remember when Michael B. Jordan said that he had an interview with Vanity Fair And in it, he, he was quoted saying that black people ain't got no folklore and black people ain't got no mythology. And I'm sitting here thinking like, I know he ain't the only black person that thinks that, which troubles me. And it also put into perspective for me that like everybody it's so shocking, but like that people weren't read or told stories like black folklore stories growing up like or as children like I heard the story about Anansi the spider I heard the stories about Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear those were read to me often or just told to me often and maybe it's just because of my particular upbringing and just being surrounded by a lot of just black stuff and my mama really prioritizing like having a black childhood having black toys black books black stories and also having a, a great aunt who I spent time with who was a storyteller like not just like telling me stories but like went places and told stories like people were hire her to tell stories so I, I always was I always heard black folklore and, and black mythology so to hear Michael B. Jordan say that I was just like wow Damn, that is unacceptable. Like, I, we cannot be out here thinking that black folk ain't got no folklore or maybe that Black Panther was the first time that we've done anything like that or, t- or told stories. I just, that is literally how our ancestors, like, in enslavement in the in the States, they told stories like that as entertainment. They told stories like that to uplift each other. They told stories like that to share messages, to share secrets. Like we are storytelling as people. That is what we do. And we have always done that. Like, can somebody send him some Zora Neale Hurston (laughs) or something? Like, oh my goodness. Like the central, like the crux of hoodoo is based around our lore. It's based around our stories. And I'm not suggesting that Michael B. Jordan is hip to hoodoo or that, you know, I'm not suggesting that, but it's just like, wow, there's so many examples of black folklore that I just, I don't think he was fully thinking when he said that, or maybe he just doesn't realize or consider some of these stories folklore. So I feel like this podcast that centers around ATRs and as a hoodoo practitioner and yeah as a conjure woman like i have to share a piece of folklore that's just all the least i could do because it's, it's important it's part of our history and it very much is in alignment with you know the work that i'm trying to do and prioritize and that's the stories of of our people of black people the stories that we told and I mean, I'm just even thinking about like, I'm going to have a hoodoo episode, so I don't want to go too deep into it. But I'm just like, wow, there's just so, so much we have to learn and unlearn and relearn. So my contribution to that is to share a story with y'all today. I'm going to share a story called Br'er Bear's House. And it's a cute little story. It's a Originated in Georgia. Um, these stories were often told by enslaved folk. Um, they've been popularized often by white folk because they would hear the stories from the black folk and they would go and write them down and put them in the paper. And so, a lot of times, when you're looking up folk, folk tales online, they're black folk tales, and once you read the stories about the the uh, the writers, quote unquote, they grew up, you know, on their daddy plantation, and they went to listen to the enslaved folks tell stories, and they would go write them down, and then they became popularized for them, and yeah, that, that's kind of the way the cycle goes. But so anyway, I'm going to read Brer Bear's house. And I hope you all enjoy. Call your kids over. Maybe you just want laying in the bed, You're on your way to bed. You want a little story, a little nighttime story. I think we still deserve those even as adults. So I hope you all enjoy. And yeah. Well, now out of all the animals that live in the woods, Brad Bear had the biggest house. The house was warm and cozy on the inside, but it was also very crowded on account of Bear Bear having him, a plump wife, and two plump youngins named Simon and Susanna. The Bear family did almost everything together. They'd eat together, and they'd wash together, and they'd catch fish together, and they'd play games together. They were real close. And at night, they'd all crowd together into their house and crawl into their giant bed to get some sleep. But they were all so plump that they could barely fit on the big bed and there was hardly room around the bed to walk without hitting the walls. So the family slept nose to nose all night long and they had to eat all their meals outside on the porch because there was no room to eat inside the big warm house. Well now one evening in late autumn Brer Bear and his family crowded into their warm house to get some shut eye. They just settled down to sleep when someone came a knocking on their door. A bang, 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 bang Went the door knocker. All four bears jumped in surprise when they heard the sound. Simon Bear bumped heads with Susanna Bear, who howled in pain and rolled over clutching her head and her paws. And Susanna Bear bumped into Mama Bear, who fell out of the far side of the bed with a shout of surprise. And Mama Bear, she landed on top of Bear Bear, who had just got out of bed so he could see who was a-knocking at the door. It was all a big kerfuffle with the whole family yelling and fussing. And the stranger, bang, 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 bang on the door knocker. Who is it? Brad Bear finally howled through the keyhole. And why are you knocking on my door so late at night? It's Brad Skunk, the stranger called through the door. The nights are getting right cold out here with winter coming. So I'm looking for a job as a housekeeper. I thought you folks might need someone to help do chores around the place, in exchange for a warm spot to sleep at night. A housekeeper, roared Brad Bear. We ain't got no room for a housekeeper in this here house. We can barely turn around without bumping into each other as it is. That's why you need a housekeeper, Br'er Skunk cried through the door. I am very good at clearing out a place. Why, after I get through with your house, there will be so much space I can sleep each night in a cozy bed and eat all my meals inside. Well, this was a tempting proposition. Mama Bear looked at Brad Bear and Susanna Bear looked at Simon Bear. Imagine living into a house that was so empty they could bring their dinner inside and eat it without poking somebody in the eye. We should hire him, Pa, Simon said. We could really use some more room in this house, added Susanna wistfully, rubbing her sore head with one paw. So Brad Bear invited Brad Skunk to come into his big warm house to be the new housekeeper for the Brad family. Br'er Skunk ambled inside and eyed all the plump bears watching him eagerly as cold moonlight streamed through the open door. Then he turned around, lifted his black and white tail, and blasted the air of that cozy warm house with, house with his very special scent. Br'er Bear and his family took one whiff of the terrible perfume and they went to run for the woods so fast they didn't even shut the door behind them. Once the big house was cleared, of all those plump bears, Brad Skunk had plenty of room to sleep each night in a cozy bed and eat all of his meals inside, just like he said. And what happened to the Br'er family? I don't know, but I think they might still be running, trying to get away from that Br'er Skunk smell. The end. So that was a cute little uh, Br'er Bear, Br'er Skunk story. And um, so we have here an example of how, you know, a a little skunk was able to finesse. And that's a lot of what uh, black folk folklore is about. Is about the finesse. It's about being able to finesse out of any situation. It's about being triumphant. It is about being, you know, folks call it, you know, trickster stories. Um, but that's how we, that's how we. Inspired ourselves and reminded ourselves like, you know, we may be viewed as the little people in this situation talking about enslavement, but we going to get out of this no matter what. And we can we can laugh through it. We can work through it. We can tell stories through it. We can fight through it. We can do all these things through it, but we going to get through it. And stories like that inspired that and reminded us that we can get through it. That we can finesse our way in And lift our tails up And get all the things that we don't want In here out You know we can do that We can breast skunk them Our ancestors did You know we can continue to do that So that's just a funny little cute story uh, That I wanted to share And to also just like ground this podcast And like You know History And the things that kept us going and that can continue to keep us going and to put some respect on the black folklore, Michael, and I also hope that that helped folks who might have never heard of you know the Brer stories or or any type of folklore. I encourage you to just look up some stuff and just see um because they're all really cute and and funny and interesting, and they have a range of different topics and yeah, so I just I just wanted to share that with y'all. This is just a little mini so. I felt that it would it was important, and I didn't want to not acknowledge that comment that Michael B. Jordan made because I I recognize that he is not the only one that would think that and might actually think that Black Panther was like the first time that Black people were able to create something from like a mythology standpoint um which is just simply not true and i do think that black folk need to continue to make folklore to continue to make mythology and tell stories and share those stories with each other and stories that remind us of how strong we are how powerful we are and how triumphant we are and will be and can be. So I hope you all enjoyed this mini-sode and I will see you next week. I'm very excited about next week's episode. Episodes drop every Wednesday and yeah, be blessed y'all. Peace.